Dungeons and Drimbus is rated R for rude language, rough violence, and raunchy humor. Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. What if comparing car insurance rates was as easy as putting on your favorite podcast? With Progressive, it is. Just visit the Progressive website to quote with all the coverages you want. You'll see Progressive's direct rate, then their tool will provide options from other companies so you can compare. All you need to do is choose the rate and coverage you like. Quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I do declare here's what happened previously on Dungeons and Drimbers. Initial interrogation concluded and course set. The boys, Viper, and Kit spend some time on base getting ready. Thomas and Richard check into the cubes for a good night's rest. Kit goes to visit Twigs. Viper milks her snakes. And Tyronicus checks out R&D before meeting up with Lucky, who informs him that Jessica has been arrested in the court of the Northern Isles. Rested, prepared, and informed, the group prepares to drop down and get to the bottom of what the gals have been up to. However, while beaming down, they are attacked by a group of mysterious flying brains with beaks and tentacles. I do declare, your honor is back in session. All of you, from your left, you hear something like a... (coughs) And you see three things (laughs) flying at you. No. They seem to resemble very large brains. No. But the brains have trailing tentacles, five to eight feet in length, Mm. and curved hawk-like beaks sticking out of their front. Oh, God, I know exactly what this is. And they're coming right at you. Roll for initiative. 15. 14. 13. Okay. The flying brains with beaks and tentacles are up first. Oh, jeez. And seeing another somewhat tentacled beast, they are going for you first, Viper. First up, it is going to come soaring at you with its tentacles. Please, roll a constitution saving throw. Nice. Okay, that's a 21. They are coming at you, like, straight for your center mass, but you kind of twist around in this, like, floaty gravity wave, and the tentacles miss you as you kind of, like, float out of their grasp. Good. And as the creature enters the beam, it comes in horizontally, and once it's in the beam, it begins to kind of, like, fall at pace with you. It can still move about as it wishes, but (laughs) it is being pushed down. That is just one of them, though, and there are two more. Both of them are going to fly at 
Tyronicus. Mm. Both of them fly at you with the tentacles and you do a similar action and their tentacles end up kind of getting intertwined in each other like spaghetti forming knots. But as those tentacles get locked up, you see they kind of join together and then dive bomb in unison at you with their beaks. They are going to do a total of 17 damage. 17? As those beaks come in and begin pecking at your flesh. One of them actually manages to grab a chunk uh, around your stomach and rips it off. They seem to snack on it, honestly, quite happily. However, Tyronicus, you are up next. About how long do you say that we have left in this drop? Roll an intelligence check for me. Yeah, that is an eight. Okay. You estimate that you have somewhere between 30 seconds and three minutes. Yikes. Okay. I am going to attempt to, I guess, put them to sleep. Okay. Hopefully they'll just plummet to their death. Okay. So roll that. 56. Okay. You can just barely put one of them to sleep. Which do you choose? One of them? I guess one of the ones near me. Okay, so you pick one of the two that have their tentacles entwined that have just bitten you. It still has your flesh in its beak. And as you cast sleep, you see, well, it doesn't really have eyes, but it just kind of uh, goes limp in the embrace of the other creature's tentacles. And you hear coming out of the beak uh, as it passes out and they're right above you but they're now in the beam so they're also keeping pace with you like floating down and the other one begins like the brain starts trying to pull away to separate itself from the sleeping one but their tentacles are intertwined and so like the knots are tightening so would you say whoever attacks it next has advantage against it absolutely also Tyronicus roll a d20 7 okay roll a d100 34 as this happened the thing passes out you see the other one trying to pull away from it like two jellyfish being pulled in opposite directions with one kind of like dancing around viper as you're kind of doing like these gentle somersaults in the beam and you're taking very special care not to fall out of the radius of the beam which is not terribly wide and as this happens Richard goes what the hell are those nephew do something it's your turn oh it it is my turn okay I would like to cast slow on these creatures okay how does slow work each target must succeed on a wisdom saving throw or be affected by this spell for the duration an affected target's speed is halved it takes a negative two penalty to ac and dexterity saving throws and it can't use reactions on its turn it could use either an action or a bonus action not both Regardless of the creature's abilities or magic items, it can't make more than one melee or ranged attack during its turn. Whoa, that's pretty good. What is your spell save, DC? It is 12. Okay, you see this cube like radiates out of you in the center of this beam. So now you see this like purple cube inside this green beam and the cube is slowly descending with all of you as well. But as that happens, you see two of the creatures. One of them, the one that is dancing around Viper is now trying to catch up to her, but can't quite make it. It seems to be significantly slowed. However, the one that is still awake of the two that Tyronicus was attacked by seems to be moving perfectly fine. Very good cast. Good job, Tom. Thank you. You cast that cube, and you hear uh, Kid go, I'm very scared. Very good job. Here we go. And Kit begins to draw a heavy 
crossbow, but Viper, it is your turn first. I am going to take out my two daggers. I'm going to give my snakes a little rest. I'm not going to make them do work. So I'm going to use my two weapon fighting on both of my daggers that I just laced with poison on the short rest on the one that's like floating around me. Okay. First attack is 18, and then uh, the second one is 15. Both of those hit. Yay! Roll for damage. Okay. First one is six piercing damage, and second one is eight piercing damage, and then it needs to make a constitution saving throw. Does a 13 beat? It does not. Okay. So then it takes... 13 poison damage total from both daggers. Whoa, okay. And then 11 extra sneak attack damage. You draw your daggers, and as you see Thomas cast this cube of slow, you notice that this creature is now moving a little bit slower. You have the advantage. You draw these daggers, turn around in the beam, and go flying at it like foot first. Like you kind of look like you're in low gravity because of the beam. And you drive one of the daggers like right into the center crease of the brain as it takes that hit, and then the other slashes across its tentacles. You cut one of them off, this long, like, six-foot-long spaghetti limb floats off and out of this beam from Lep, and you see it immediately plummet to the ground at full speed. And then as you nick two of the other tentacles, you see them begin to shrivel up and gray a little bit as they react to the poison on your blade. And it is looking in very bad shape already, as blood begins to ooze from that crease as you draw your dagger back out of the brain. Awesome. Next up, Kit is going to take aim, and Kit rolls a natural one. As he takes aim, it gets caught in uh, in his busty... In his wig. Yeah, it gets caught in, <laughs> caught in his wig. And he starts, like, trying to untangle the crossbow. And he gets frustrated. He goes, come on, please, come on. Yeah. And he applies too much force. And both the wig and the crossbow go flying out no. of the beam. And plummet to the ground. No. Next up is Richard. And Richard goes, uh... Yes, uh, very well. I will, um, yeah. And you see he extends both his hands and this dark green energy begins to swirl around as it forms this shadow blade in his hand. Whoa. My uncle copied me. I was around before you. It is a, it is a family tradition. I see. <laughs> so the one that is asleep, he, uh, he flies his way towards that one within the beam. And you see the shadow morning star is being swung above his head. And then he releases it, and you see the spikes bury itself into one of the lobes of the sleeping creature's brain. And he deals 13 damage to it. Nice. As you see the spikes bury themselves in one of the lobes, and then flies back out, and you see the meat kind of like falls apart. The creatures are now up, so that sleeping creature is going to make a wisdom saving throw. Oh my god, gets a natural 20. And the creature wakes up as it begins to outstretch its tentacles and work itself loose from the other one. However, it is still slowed. Tyronicus, the one that attacked you already but that was not hit by Richard, is going to make a tentacle attack towards you. What is your AC again? 15. Please roll a constitution saving throw for me. Wait, 
can I bend luck on this guy and try to lower his roll? You certainly can. Okay, so this is when another creature you can see makes an attack roll, ability check, or saving throw. You can use your reaction, spend two sorcery points, roll 1d4, apply the number roll as bonus or penalty your choice to the creature's roll. You can do so after the roll, but before any effects occur. Okay, roll that and let me know what my new result is. Roll two. Okay, so his new roll is a 16. Does that still hit? Oh, fuck me. Yeah. Okay, so it's bloody tentacle beginning to wrap around your neck. Please roll a constitution saving throw. Uh, 10? Oof. You get the feeling that you almost made it through, and then you feel the poison seep in through your nah, skin. Nah, fuck that. I'm using my lucky. Oh. <laughs> Whenever I make an attack roll, Billy Chucker, saving throw when an attack roll is made against me. I can spend one to roll an additional d20 and choose which die to use. I could do that three times a day. So that is an 11. That is good enough. <laughs> As you feel the, the tentacles wrap around and you feel uh, this like secretion ooze from some of the suckers. As this thing tries to work its way into your skin, but by some grace of God, uh, you feel that as they begin to enter the pores, you will them out as the wild magic surges within you. Oh, and you only take nine piercing damage. Oh my god, okay. That is one of them. The other is going to go with their tentacles at Richard, who has just taken a good chunk out of their left lobe. Oh, Richie boy, okay. Thomas, Tyronicus, Viper, Kit, you all see as this creature that has now had a sizable portion of its brain ripped out by Richard. Uh, you see one of the tentacles wrap around his wrist as the shadow blade disperses. You see the other wrap around his other wrist, and one of the tentacles places its suckers right on his face. You see the secretion come out of it. Richard kind of chokes on it. <laughs> And as the tentacles tighten around him, grappling him, you see he has just gone completely stiff. Oh, fuck. And last, the creature that you have nearly brought to death's door, Viper, Mm -hmm. is going to stretch its tentacles out at you. Does a nine hit you? No. Okay, you do the same thing. You dance out of uh, the way of its tentacles, kind of wielding your poisoned blade, and the tentacles almost instinctively recoil as they remember the pain that is currently surging through their uh, system. Yeah, that's right. With that out of the way, Tyronicus, it is your turn. You are grappled. How hurt is the one that's grappling me? The one that is grappling you is not hurt at all. Oh my god. Alright, I'm just gonna take my two fingers, I'm gonna aim it directly towards the beak, and then I'm just gonna fire some fire bolts right into his head. That is 26. That hits. Give me your maximum possible damage. 20. You feel uh, some residual magic from earlier surge up inside of your hands as you form it into a finger gun, and this fire blast blasts off, but instead of the regular orange flame, it is a bright blue flame as you deal 20 points of damage to this creature that has grappled you. Let's go wild magic. It looks pretty seriously hurt. You see part of its beak singe and the very tip crumbles off (laughs) as it is definitely feeling the pain. Its tongue chars, but its tentacles stay tight against you. Next up is Thomas. Ooh, I'll go for the one hurting my uncle and I'll take out my dagger and do a little stabby stab. Very good. That is a 16. That hits, roll for damage. That's a four. You run up to the one that is holding your uncle and you stab it in the back of the brain. (laughs) 
it kind of flicks you away with one of its tentacles. Uh, as it is definitely feeling the pain, you see it raises that tentacle to where you slice its brain and kind of rubs it. Uh, but it is holding Richard, and you see it is like Mr. Krabs in the SpongeBob movie. You see his eyes screaming at you as he is held in this creature's grip. Next up, Viper. All right, so my snakes are cold. I'm pissed. People are getting hurt. I'm going to enact my one-a-day ability, Flesh to Stone, and I would like to try to turn this creature to stone and kick it out of the beam so that it falls and breaks when it hits the floor. Because usually, Flesh to Stone would turn it to stone for one minute, but if it breaks when in stone form, it cannot come back. Okay, which one are you trying to turn to stone? The one that keeps trying to attack me and is agitating my snakes. Okay, what does he have to roll? Constitution saving throw. Oh, shit. Natural 20. Wait, wait. <laughs> can I lower that? Bend that luck, baby. Do it. Bend the luck. Spending two more sorcery points. Three. Okay, does a 18 save? <sighs> pizza, pizza. Ooh. Okay, describe how you try to turn it to stone. Basically, my snakes come out of my half up half down hair that I have and they all face this creature and my eyes begin to glow and we all just collectively hiss. You hiss and your eyes glow and you stare at this creature but it has no eyes mm. so it almost seem, like doesn't even seem aware of what you're trying to do. Then out of frustration my snaky boys will <laughs> beat it because that's a, that's a bonus action. Okay. 17. That hits. Roll for damage. 8 piercing and 4 poison. Okay, your snakes strike out like vipers very quickly. All of the little teeth dig into the different wrinkles in the brain. You see the venom. The brain turns slightly gray. It shrivels. It is looking awful. And your snakes immediately retract tightly because it is cold still. It is like becoming disoriented and kind of like the tentacles go limp and it begins to float away. It is still alive, but it looks like it is barely lucid at this point. Can I use the rest of my movement to try to kick it out of the energy beam so that while it's disoriented, it might fall? I'll let you make a strength contest with disadvantage. I got a 14. Not bad, these things aren't terribly strong, but just barely not enough. You try to kick it, but it's already kind of floating away. Kit is not quite sure what to do at this point with his weapon having flown off. His bald capped head is exposed. <laughs> he is going to try and like float his way to the one that has Richard in his grip. Uh, and he manages to just barely, he grabs the tentacles that are wrapped around his wrists and undoes it like a heavy Ooh. bind. <laughs> <laughs> Leave the entrepreneurs alone! As he stretches out the tentacles, and you see some of the other ones that are free begin to work its way towards him. No. Uh, Richard's turn. Richard, as he is freed of the tentacles' grasp, kind of goes. Thank you, assistant. And just kind of stares at Kit struggling with the tentacles. The creatures are up now. Tyronicus, please. Roll a strength contest for me. Oh, that's not great, bro. 16. Okay, you see the creature begins to fly with you out of the beam. The brain comes out. You are in its tentacles trailing behind it. 
and you just barely manage to overpower it as you swim your way back into the beam and you see the brain very slowly get dragged back in. (laughs) Thomas, how long does slow last? Until they get the saving throw, right? Does a 15 beat? Yeah. You feel like this one has begun to shake off the effects of the slow. Then, the one that has just had its tentacles peeled off by Kit, it attempts to wrap its tentacles around Kit. Kit begins, like, fighting off the tentacles, but they are stuck in like a kind of slapping match with each other. As new tentacles come up, he grabs some of his tentacles, wraps around them, pulls it down. Uh, Then they try to grab his tentacles and pull them away, and they're kind of getting entangled up there. And then finally is the one that has been harassing the shit out of Viper. Viper, it is going to fly at you uh, with its tentacles. It can try. Does a 22 hit. Yes. Jesus. Please roll a constitution saving throw. Okay. 17. Okay, so kind of like Tyronic has happened as the tentacles wrap around you, you feel something begin to ooze and try to go into your skin, uh, but you work it off, your snake's hissing. You take 12 points of damage as the suckers begin to like suck on you. And you feel the blood come to the surface. It actually bursts in one of the spots. uh, And you see some of the blood trickle out from under the tentacles. You are now grappled as well as you become entangled. And it draws you closer to its mouth. Gross. uh, Its beak opening uh, towards your face. (laughs) It cannot make a second attack on you this turn. However, does a 14 save it from slow? Yes, it does save it. Okay, and uh, you see it begins to shake off the effects of slow as all of them have been freed, essentially. (sighs) Tyronicus, you are up. You are struggling with this creature at the very edge of the field. Uh, Do you think this creature can understand me? Roll a nature check for me. 14? You don't know what it is, but you get the feeling that it probably doesn't speak common at the very least. Uh... I'm assuming it doesn't also speak halfling. All right, I got to get out of this grapple or I'm going to die. So I'm going to break this grapple. Okay, roll a strength saving throw for me. This is not good. 17? You manage to free yourself from the tentacles as you like, you bring your hand up and kind of grab the one by your neck and pull it off like a spaghetti slurping (laughs) off of you. Uh, And you begin to do that. The other tentacles keep coming and assaulting you and trying to grab you. And you also kind of end up in a slapping match trying to work them all off of you. Get away. I'm going to try to float my way as far away from that thing as I can. Okay, you float back to the middle of the beam. You guys are now, you estimate, roughly a third of the way down to the ground. Oh, my God. Which one is almost dead? The one by Viper. I want that one. But it is grappling. It is grappling them, yes. Killer. Not not her. It. I'm going to kill it with my dagger. That is a 21. Nice. That definitely hits. Roll for damage. Three. You slash at one of its tentacles. You like slash along the length of it, kind of splitting it in two like calamari. That three damage you did seems to have taken it down about half of where it was. It is bleeding. You see the blood dripping like when you see water in a spaceship where it just kind of floats alongside it. It is disgusting. It is looking bloodied and weak. It is missing tentacles. It is shriveling from the poison. You see it shivering as well, but it is still kicking. As Viper, it is your turn. All right, my snakes are mad still, so they're going to go for it again. Okay. Does an 18 hit? It does. Yay. 
Six piercing. And instead of rolling the rest of the damage, tell me how you killed this. I've been very insecure because I'm half Medusa, and so therefore I don't have the powers that my mother, though I don't know her, had to just, you know, turn someone to stone just by looking at them. I have to exert an enormous amount of energy in order to do it. I have my one chance a day to put that much energy into it, and it just didn't work, so I'm frustrated. My snakes are cold. You know what? No. Shut up. And with that, my snakes will go like and just like rip it apart. Thomas, your knife is still slicing through the tentacle as you see the snakes rear up and begin to tear into the flesh of the brain like piranhas. And because it's just brain, it is this gooey matter that they eat through quickly. And little bits of it just kind of like blow off and begin floating along with the blood in the air. Make sure you share. But as they share and they work their way through, your head kind of gets dragged like into the brain (laughs) as they eat it from the inside out. But within seconds, there are just floating tentacles and a beak. Nice. Now that was my bonus action. (laughs) Who's grappled still? Presently, no one, although Kit is in a battle with one. Okay, if possible, I would like to throw one of my throwing knives to one of the tentacles. Let's see, April take 16. That hits, roll for damage. That is seven initial piercing, and this was one of the things that I coated with poison, so it has to make a constitution saving throw. Does a seven beat? It does not. Okay. 14 extra poison damage from the throwing knife. You throw the knife, it goes twirling through the beam, and you see it lodges itself at the base of the brain where the tentacles all kind of connect. And as it inserts itself, you see the tentacles like involuntarily rear up. It kind of twists and turns around It looks to be very, very gravely damaged. Why don't you get fucked? (laughs) We are, as the young folks are saying these days, halfway there. Oh, hi there, pal, and welcome to the Halfway Zone with Mikey P. Oh, well, hi there, folks. It's me, Mikey P. Aren't you a welcome sight for these weary yokes? Well, that would be the case if I could see you, but speaking of case, our palsy, Nikki B, is still missing in action. But don't worry, I have been working my socks off, turning over stones, peering around hedges, and disassociating so hard my spirit hovers over this plane of existence and becomes one with the cosmos. So suffice to say, Nicky B will be found. Eventually, he is a slippery mix, that one, ain't he? My new disembodied friends in the cosmos suggest there are far larger forces at play here. Whoever they are, they are mighty crafty. Well, butter my muffin and shake my jelly. We know someone crafty, don't we? Could it be that the crafty rogue is behind this? Of course, there are some who believe the crafty rogue and Nikki B are one and the same. Two scoops of the same ice cream sundae, if you catch my drift. Perhaps using code DRIMBUS to get 10% off will give me some sort of glimpse into the thinking of this roguish delight. Let me just get to etsy.com forward slash shop forward slash the crafty rogue shop. Okay, now use the code DRIMBUS. Don, no clues here, just great quality products at reasonable rates. Oh wait, what's this here? Well, 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 toss my salad and call me a pansy. 
It's a list of crafty rogue and Drimbus associates. The following individuals need to be surveyed and observed for any hints of suspicion in Nikki B's disappearance. Those individuals are Jerry Benetatos, Queso Loco, Greta M. Beignet, Alejandro Lopez, Ace Andrews, Thomas Murphy, Regina Russell, Salty, Adrian Bundy, Sam Olivios, Jordan Cobb, The Unnamed Rogue, John Gillette, Chloe G, Con Air on DVD, NB Star, Doubtful Guest, Michael Richters, Davis Walden, Denny Dewdrop, Myth Mouse, Will Woodall, Callie Wolf, Brandon M. Bishop, Bridge, Twiglets, Joanna, Westberger, Stan Sitzman, Scrambles, The Death Dealer, Aaron Adams, Nathan Mesnard, Ruth Anatos, Morgan Lawson, Olivia Hill, Wilhelm Fuchs, Trip, Carrie Holmes, and Stoner Panda. Keep a weary eye out there, folks, for him, and I'll see you next time right here with me, Mikey P. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Next up is Kit, who is still unarmed, but Kit is just gonna try and smack the shit out of this. Use your beauty, Kit! Uh, oh, road to free! Uh, he <laughs> punches it and, like, punches the beat. And he goes, ow! <laughs> With that, Richard is going to go, amateurs, watch how it's done. And Richard pulls out his Shadow Morning Star Blade again, whips it up around, and then smashes the knife that you threw deeper into the brain like a <laughs> nice. hammer hitting a nail. And you see a fissure form and it poof, as it shoots in. And this thing looks like it is like about to die. It's almost not even trying to attack at this point. It is like zooming around in like frantic motions as it is flying in and out of the beam. Uh, you see that as it's outside of the beam, it floats just fine. But as it floats back in, it is like losing control going <laughs> Next up is the creatures. Tyronicus, my friend, my favorite enemy. Does a 17 beat your AC? It does. Shit. Okay, roll a constitution saving throw. I'm going to use Lucky. And I rolled a 14, so we're going to use that 14 instead. For your saving throw? No, for your attack. Ah, does, okay, does a 14 hit you? No. Okay, so this creature, you see it goes to enrapture you in its tentacles. It is determined on getting you. You kind of like wave your hands in front of it, and it just gets confused. And its tentacles kind of crisscross, and it misses you. However, it is then going to straighten those tentacles out and dive bomb towards you with oh its beak. Okay. Does a 20 hit you? Motherfucker. Yes, it does. You take six piercing damage as it lunges at you with that beak and just kind of drills into you and actually pushes you down the beam further away from your friends. <laughs> Thomas, the one that is currently getting ganged up on by Kit, Viper, 
and Richard is like, nah, fuck this, and it says the bones is an easy target, and it is going to dive at you with its tentacles. Oh, good. Does a 20 hit you? Yeah. Roll a constitution saving throw. 12. 12 beats Whoa. as its tentacles wrap around your bones all up inside you, inside that, uh, that robe. You feel it... It gets very well acquainted with your insides. <laughs> you take five points of damage as the tentacles wrap around you and begin to crush. But as they secrete this fluid, you feel no effect as it just sloshes off of your balls. <sighs> However, you are now grappled and it is then going to try and bite you with its beak. No. Does a 13 hit you? No. It tries to bite you with its beak, but it can't quite get its little beak up around your big thick skull. <laughs> But you are now trapped within its tentacles as Tyronicus, it is your turn. Oh. It should be noted you are now nearly halfway down. Guys, a little help here, and I'm gonna like aim my fingers up at the one that they're fighting, and I'm gonna fire off Firebolt. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah, roll that. 24. That definitely hits. I don't think you even need to roll for damage. Nice. So, you fire this Firebolt, and Thomas, roll a dexterity saving throw for me. Oh boy, okay. 17. Okay, Tyronicus calls for help, shoots off a fireball. You see it coming. You begin trying to work your way free from these tentacles. You just barely fly out as the blast makes contact with the bottom of the brain and sends it shooting up like a rocket. You see it burns up. The thing seems to die from the fire damage. And as it shoots up and out of the beam, you see its limp body then go plummeting down to the ground, its tentacles on fire like a meteor. And you feel like you just barely escaped those tentacles in time to remain within the beam. Thomas, it is your turn. Yay. I'm going to say, what the hell am I doing? And pull out my shadow blade. (laughs) (laughs) The shadow blade appears in your hand. And I would like to swing it at whatever's closest to me. Okay, there is only the one Grell left. Great. I rolled a 14. Okay, uh, that actually hits. Roll for damage. Nice. Ten. Ten, not bad. Tyronicus has just seemingly saved you. You summon Shadowblade and then hold it in both hands and plunge downwards and bury the Shadowblade into the brain. As, again, the tentacles kind of rear up involuntarily. It is now Viper's turn. Can I try to dive down, like, by, like, putting my arms at my side and, like, facing down to go down a little faster to get to Dironicus? Absolutely. And then I would like to use my two poison daggers to attack it. Okay. First dagger, 18. Okay, that hits. Roll for damage. Seven piercing. The dagger goes in. Right now, Thomas is, like, riding it with one foot on each lobe of the giant brain, his blade in the middle. You stab one into the underside of the left lobe. (laughs) 21 to hit. It definitely hits. Roll for damage. Eight initial piercing. Con save, please. Natural 20. All right. So just the initial piercing. You seem to do sizable damage to it as you then draw in a second dagger right above where you threw in the first. And those tentacles are now firing. The neurons are firing. They are sporadically shooting out. It seems to have lost control of this side of its body. It is not in good shape. However... It is then Kit's turn. Kit is going to fly down and attempt once again to make an unarmed attack. He's going to do nine points of damage as his tentacles wrap around. With one of his tentacles, he grabs the left bunch and, like, ties it up. He grabs the right bunch, ties it up, and yanks. And he pulls about half of the tentacles off of the growl's body. (laughs) 
He goes, yeah, that'll show you the comfort you ought to bring yours. And uh, he starts waving the tentacles around frantically in the air. So true. It is now in awful, awful shape as Richard is going to fly down and say, ha ha, take this. And you see he begins to charge up an eldritch blast oh, in his hand and shoots it down. And as the blast flies down, Thomas, you are on the brain. Viper, you're on one side. Tyronicus, you're right ahead of it. And uh, Kit is like floating sideways with <laughs> tentacles in his tentacles. And the blast comes and just explodes the shit out of it. Uh, Tyronicus, you take a big heavy beak to your torso as it shoots down into you. And you like grab it like a fucking football. Uh, and everyone else, you are covered in gore as chunks of brain blow out around you. My snakes are licking it off my face. They definitely are. Oh, stop. It tickles. <laughs> Goodness. Ah. You're welcome, assistants. And uh, Richard puts like two fists on his hips and triumphantly like floats down the rest of the way in the beam. Viper looks at Tyronicus and like wipes off the rest of the goon. Is like, yes, very good work, boss. Thank you. You're not my boss. <laughs> and with the creatures disbanded, you float down for another thirty seconds or so, and finally land on the ground. As you do, the green glowing rune beneath you, which you would use to either arrive or depart, uh, ceases to glow as the moon just barely shifts out of place. And to your right, you see a crumpled up body of a minotaur that seems to have pieces of flesh pecked off of it and bone exposed. Oh no. What did we... What's going on, man? It's the first time I've ever been attacked beaming down, and then... Why is there a dead... Can we tell it's a minotaur? Well, they have very particular skeletons, don't... Like, can I make some sort of memory check to see if there was a minotaur with the group that I observed? Yeah, yeah, roll a history check for me. 15 for me. 19. Okay, Viper, you do not seem to recall having ever seen this minotaur before. However, Tyronicus... Your brain remembers hearing a scream earlier. Uh. And you kind of connect the dots here. As you see, its neck seems to have been broken in a fall, and then flesh has been pecked clean off of it after the Now, fight. Now, there's, there's one, one reason I don't like that, and that's because we were getting beamed down and were attacked shortly after, which means either they were quick with the picking, or there's another... And I don't like that, personally. No. I, no. You just hear it off in the distance somewhere. Maybe it, maybe it got him in the air. Does it look like a creature minotaur or like a person minotaur? Like, does he it looks like a person minotaur. Can we... Furthermore, Tyronicus, as you look at it, you see it's in a lep uniform. Uh-oh. What? I'm, like, running up to it. I'm, like, running his pockets for anything. Yeah, you do find a fair bit of stuff. You find about eight gold, and you find there is, like, on the ground a now-damaged communicator piece. Oh, no. Like, a half-sword is lying on the ground, and not much beyond that. I'm going to take the gold. I'm going to take the communicator. That can maybe be fixed. Here, I'll hold the gold for you. Tyronicus and Viper, roll an intelligence check for me. Eighteen. Five. Okay, Viper, you know that these beams, again, because it is a moon and you can only use it when it is directly overhead, the beams can be used both ways basically at once. Oh, no, so he got picked up. And so you remember Terry telling you, mind the incoming arrivals. <gasps> oh, no. 
Did we fuck this guy up? I think so. Oh, shit. Well, we didn't. We don't know why he got pushed out. Maybe it was he got attacked, too. Maybe. I'm going to take his half sword, and I'm going to toss it to Kit. Thanks. Ed, sorry. Ed, you see Kit puts a tentacle over the eyes and closes them. Tronicus, you don't... Could you take a look at the runes and make sure no one's tampered with it? Yeah, and I'll just go look. I just worry... I mean, perhaps it was just a horrible accident, but if there is something, like, structurally, then our higher-ups need to know about it right now. So I'm definitely going to go look at the runes. Okay, roll an arcana check for me. So I got 20 on my arcana, dirty. You investigate the rune, Tyronicus, and you don't spot anything too out of the ordinary. I think the rune Mm. is the same. Maybe he just got attacked by one of these things. Maybe. Have you ever seen these creatures before? No. I've never seen anyone get attacked beaming either. I guess I'm going to report up. I'm going to hit my communicator. Hi. Hi. Good um, landing, Tyronicus. Uh, well, we got attacked on our beam down by some kind of what? brain bird things. Brain birds? Bird brains? They brains, they had beaks and tentacles. Uh, some kind uh, of weird creatures. Uh, we also, it looks like one of the incoming agents met an accident in the beam. We don't exactly know oh, what shit. happened, but... Uh, Minotaur? Who, uh, Minotaur. Okay. All right. That's Christopher. Yeah, we were waiting for him. Oh, shit. Okay. Sorry, you said it was a, a bird brain thing? It, it was literally... Like, it was a bird... It was a brain. It had a beak and tentacles. Yeah, I, you know, hazard of a unprotected floating spills, I guess. Shit, okay, we gotta get some better security out here. Wildlife usually doesn't fly up that high. Yeah, we gotta figure out a way to, like, teleport more than beam. Did it feel targeted? Was it, like, a sentient thing, or was it, like... I don't know, they, like, flew towards Ada, so I don't know if it was just we were in... I've never seen these creatures before in my life. I don't know if somebody sent it towards us, or if they just happened to be floating in the sky. They may have just been hungry. I mean... They they didn't have eyes, so it's just hard to say, but they wanted to either kill us or eat our flesh. Right, right, right. We also right. need to talk to figs and see if we can kind of make this more of a, a warp kind of thing as opposed to a beam, you know? It's, you that's know, we've been working on something like that. Kind right. of conspicuous. Yeah. All right, well, uh, we'll see what we can do. It's a good thing we're on the moon and not the sun, you know? Right. Yeah, for sure. I just... We should probably all keep our guard up. If we're here till nightfall and we need to rest, we must take shifts. I wouldn't recommend uh, resting out there. It gets pretty cold. Uh, colder than now? Well, I mean, I suppose it's nightfall already, but whatever you do, just make sure you're staying warm. Will do, thank you. Does the mentor's clothes look warm? It looks like he's wearing... Uh, so you know the uh, the LEP uniform is like green and brown usually? Mm-hmm. Uh, and a lot of people wear polos, but he seems to be wearing like, yeah, like a little parka type thing. Can I use it as a head wrap? That thing's got to be giant. <laughs> if That's you can true. beat Tyronicus to it. It's all right. She can use it because it'll just cover me <laughs> my whole body. Yeah, you put it on and Does it Does it looks... have a hood? Yes. All right, I'll put it on regularly and then put the hood and like... Yeah, your Close snakes it. immediately, like, kind of relax. All right. All right. All right um, we got to get to some kind of shelter, or we're going to freeze to death out here and get a change of clothes. Right. Good luck, Tyronicus. Thanks, Lucky. And he hangs up. Uh, did we just, like, bury this guy? What are we going to do? 
I'm gonna like put him back on like the runes. Yeah. Like beam his body back up. Maybe um, make sure Lucky knows you're doing that. Uh, I could see it being horrifying for whoever receives the new arrival and it's a corpse. I'm sure they'll be all right. All right, assistance. Where are we going to next? Well, my thought would be find a cave or maybe an abandoned building. Right, I, I don't like the cold all that much. Uh, so, so we're going to the the town Los Marineros first. Yeah, that's right. But if we way. can't if we can't make it there before it gets too cold or we're too tired, then let's try to find somewhere. Oh, like he said, not to uh, go to sleep here, so we might as well try to make it there. Otherwise, we might die in the cold. And as you guys are saying this, you hear some big crunching of snow from behind you. No, thank you. Sorry, just turns no. around with his fingers outstretched. <laughs> you turn around and you see this silhouette in the moonlight as the moon is quite literally directly overhead right now. It is this hulking figure. And as they kind of step forward just a little bit more, you see this old lady that is buff and beefy and green, kind of like an ogre slash orc mixture, a hatchet over her shoulder and a deer over the other. And she says, Hello, dearie. I heard you needed a place to stay. Name's Mrs. Muffin. Lead the way, ma'am. Thank you for your hospitality. This has been Your Honor. Your Honor features the vocal talents of Nicholas Palazzo as Thomas Phelps, T.J. Berry as Tyronicus, and Hannah Schooner as Viper. The rest of the world is voiced by your DM, Giancarlo Herrera. Editing was done by Hannah Schooner and Giancarlo Herrera, with sound design by Giancarlo Herrera. If you want to support the show, consider checking out the links in the show notes, or go to patreon.com slash Our patrons get access to exclusive perks like our After the Show show, After the Drimbus, free exclusive merch, bonus series, and the chance to create items for the show, or have NPCs named after you. Oh, and don't forget to tweet using hashtag Drimbus to be entered to win a free Dungeons & Drimbus sticker. Thank you all so much for listening, and I do declare, I'll see you all next week. The Fable and Folly Network where fiction producers flourish. I'm Carlotta Botox, actress, thinktress, and influenceress, and I'm spilling all the tea on Hollywood. Name? Carlotta Botox. B-O-T-O-X. Spell the first name. It's actually Botox. B-E-A-U-T-O-X. <sighs> 
Of course it is. First name? Botox is actually my last name. My first name? Okay there, who's on first? I know it's your last name. Now I want you to spell your first name. Oh, Carlotta. It's C-A-R, as in the automobile. L-O-T-T-A, like a lot of talent. <laughs> wow, just wow. There's also an umlaut. What the f is an umlaut? It's two dots and it goes over okay, the- Okay, Carlotta, two dots. Just take a seat over there, we'll call you when we're ready. Meanwhile, we'll burn our loins. Check out the Carlotta Botox Chronicles, available now on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcatcher.